Goal Mate, Al Foran's Football Forum, a Goal Aid original. Very welcome to episode 11 of Goalmouth, Al Foran's Football Forum. This is a Goal Out original podcast focused on all things football. Goal Out is the home of Irish podcasts, and the new Goal Out app is available to download for free now in the App Store. You'll find new episodes of Goalmouth every Tuesday at lunchtime, first on the Goal Out app and all major podcast platforms. I will be joined shortly by my co-host, Paddy Murphy. He's just having a few logistical issues in getting to studio. Uh, but yes, we will uh, talk to him about Liverpool's quadruple chances. Um, or lack thereof, Yes, well, Yes, well, Paddy's become realistic about it. <laughs> One result and he changes his tune. So we'll, uh, we'll wait to find out from the man himself later on. I'm here with our producer, Andrew Louth. Andrew, how are you? I'm not too bad, Al. How are you doing? Yeah, decent. Um, well, you know, shit as usual every Monday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? These pack of absolute talentless... What's the, what's the adjective for them this week? Talentless losers, <laughs> gobshites. Uh, as you've seen in my tweet, you know, fuck them. Play the kids yeah. against Palace. Yeah. Is there anything you can play for now? Well, we've got the table here. And United have played 37. 37 West Ham have played 36. United... Have 58 points, West Ham have 55 points with a goal difference of 11 to West Ham and 1 to Man United. <laughs> so if United lose against Palace and West Ham win their remaining, well, they, they win one game. Yeah. Yeah, if they win yeah, one game. If they win, if they win their game in hand on United, then they're above them. Yeah, so United are going to the Conference League. Who have West Ham with? They've got City. I know they have City. They've both oh, yeah. City and Brighton. So they're tough games mm, for West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, I think you, yeah, it's United funny. It's funny how it. we're just not giving United any chance against no. Crystal Palace. Here. <laughs> no, like, but in fairness, if there's ever a man to want to get one over on United, it's Patrick Vieira. Hundred percent. He would love 100%. knowing that he sent them down to the Conference League. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll love that. And he'd he be, and he that. he would have the telly on in the Palace dressing room to see what Roy Keane has to say about it afterwards. <laughs> Sitting there, legs crossed. But you know, I, I think I think Roy Keane is probably lighting up a cigar for the occasion. Well, Roy Keane is more so an enemy of the club in a sense as well. Yeah, Since his fallout with Ferguson, he's kind of he's distanced himself from the club. He, he you know, he's very yeah. critical of the club. Oh yeah, but sure. Look, I think we'd all appreciates uh, more pundits like that that aren't yeah. kind of reserved in what they say about the club with mm. their former clubs and all that. And I suppose I think it's easy for Keane to say because all of his mates are gone from the club now. Like, Yeah. Like Ronaldo is still there. Ronaldo was there when Keane was yeah, still there. But It's funny. But he, did he, he really get on with Ronaldo? Did, he like, defend, no, he loves Ronaldo. Okay. He defends Ronaldo more mm. than any of the players. That's true actually, yeah. He, he's always, he's kind of, he's always had Ronaldo's back mm. Um while on punditry. Well, do you know what? I think he kind. Of, I think time has kind of proved him. I don't know if right is the is the correct word, yeah. but like I think over time we've learned that. You know, I think there's so many ways we can dissect this Man United team, and I suppose we should probably put this into context for people who probably haven't seen it. Although, how could you miss it? What cave were you mm. in? Like beaten, being beaten four 0 by Brighton. I know. Yeah. Like it's no disrespect to Brighton. The thing with Brighton is. 
I like them as a team. They just never look like they're going to score a goal. No. And then, like, because they create loads of chances. Yeah, they do. Every game, no matter yeah. who they're playing. But yeah. they just couldn't finish. And for whatever reason, they were the able to goal, finish today. When like, the first goal went in, I knew it was going to be a route. Yeah. Like, yeah, because once they play... Because once Brighton play with their tails up, they're... They're very difficult oh, they go, to get on top they, of. They are, 100%. And that's Potter's philosophy. Yeah. 100%. Like, Potter is, he's a modern day coach, if anything. The likes of him and Eddie Howe are prime examples of that, you know, with teams who are, well, I don't know if Newcastle are mid-table. They're kind of petering towards the relegation zone and mid-table. But... No, they're, they're 13th. They're now. 13th. Yeah, they're yeah. 13th. So they're kind of in between. But him and Eddie Howe are kind of prime examples of playing that brand of football you could say Gerrard as well but Aston Villa um, they're playing lovely stuff at the moment they're weird though to watch yeah they are strange they're very to watch. weird to watch I don't know what it is about them it's just the way they, they, they dismantled Nor- was it Norwich in the weekend yeah yeah they yeah. absolutely destroyed Norwich um, but um, weekend. just going back to the to the game against Brighton like, you know I, th- I think everyone was kind of getting a sense of oh hello after the Brentford game. Yeah. Because... Unchanged team. Yeah, unchanged yeah. team. We've a bit of momentum. Let's go with it. And then that happened. It's, and it's, it's just like but, like... but like, how do you dismantle that now? Like, because you can't just say, oh, such and such is a problem. Such and such isn't a problem. Like, how can you... But, but everyone said... Listen, I love one matter. But everyone said after the Brentford game, my God, we should have played one matter more. We should have. We should have given him more uh, games. He's, he's, he's the glue. And then you fucking see what the issue is with Mata in the Brighton game. Mata's a, Ro- Ro- a Rolls Royce kind yeah, of a player. If you can get the team playing well, he's fantastic. If the team is playing shite, he's not going to drag nowhere. you out of those situations. No, he's not. The only way Juan Mata will drag you out of a situation is if he's on set pieces. Yeah, is if he gets a nice little twenty-five-yard free kick, you know, that he can bend in because yeah. he's, he's very consistent. No, with he is. Kicks. He's very good with them. Yeah. Anything with regards to set pieces, but he just doesn't have the pace. No, and that's and it's always been an issue at one matter. Yeah, on the ball, ability wise, he is a f- beautiful player to watch. Yeah, Bernardo Silva is is very much like one matter, but he, he has a bit of pace about him. He has a bit of pace about him. He has a bit and of, he has a bit of physicality yeah. about him as well. Exactly. Yeah, you know, Mata doesn't really have that. As I said, like you know, he's a bit of a luxury kind of player. Yes. Yeah. You know, he's not the player to drag you out of situations. It's he's the player that yeah. will shine if the team is performing. Exactly. And could produce that killer pass to make that breakthrough. That's exactly. the kind of player he is. But, but you'd need the team around yeah. him to do it. But none of them, listen, none of them were good enough. Um, McTominay was particularly bad. Yeah. He was. Um, uh, listen, I met McTominay a few weeks ago. Yeah. I, I met him after the, the Fury fight in London. And... He's an absolute gentleman. Yeah. Such a lovely young man. Yeah, like he's the type of player you want to do well. I do. I want him to do well because he does. He, and everyone would say this whole bullshit. Oh, he loves the club. He plays for the badge. Uh, passion. P-A-S-H-U-N is how the, the Twitter <laughs> users spell it. Um, but he does. He shows that kind of passion for the club and love for the club. So what other players are showing that? But he was particularly bad on the weekend. Yeah. And... You know, hope. I, listen, I really do hope he improves his game going into next season and under a new manager. But look, as I said to you, was it last week I said it to you or the week before? 
you know, there's no summer tournament this year. Everyone's going to get off at the Everyone same time. Everyone has a bit of time. They're all going to get their holiday at the same time. Yeah, they'll have a little international break beforehand. Then they'll all go on their holidays. Yeah. They'll all come back at the same time. There's not going to be this fragmented return, depending on how far their yeah. country goes in the international tournament, whatever it may be, the Euros or the World Cup. They're all going to be back together under a new manager, under a new coaching ticket. Is this the kind of thing that might... Pogba free. Yeah, Pogba free as well. <laughs> Martial free. But is that the kind of thing Lingard that might um, kind of invigorate them and might kind of get their focus back? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think it. I think it is. I think there's no better time for a new manager to come in, really. 100%. Uh, is there a way that the, the wages will be cut? <laughs> because of them not getting any Champions League, I thought I saw. I think I saw. Something I seen about something that. the other day. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw something about that. Um, there was a tabloid article, so yeah. I, I, you know. Now how they work that, I don't really know. Yeah, it's it's probably kind of one of those. I take it take, with a grain of salt if it's take, yeah. yeah from a tabloid, but like if it is the case, Jesus, I'd be delighted. Yeah, and it's Drop. kind of one of those cut your wages or get out. A hundred percent. They'll be like, grand, I'll get out. It's like, grand, find someone else to pay you that amount of money that we're going to still gonna, offer you. There's going to be a fire sale. There has to be. There has, there has to, to be. be. You know, Cavani, Lingard, blood, sweat and tears. Um, Pogba. Lingard is so frustrating. Marsha, this whole, you seen his brother's post? No, I didn't he see gave, that. He gave his all. He didn't get, he um, should have got the send off. Oh, he deserved. yeah, yeah, Scored yeah, in yeah, three yeah. finals. Um Blood, sweat, and tears, all for nothing. <laughs> but, see, but, but it's funny as there's a there's a there's a video of Lingard. But like it's so <laughs> frustrating because you saw how well he played last season. Yeah. When he got that little bit of freedom to do something. There's a play. Oh, listen, there's, there, there's a player, there. player in there. There's a player, but there's and if I'm if I'm David Moyes and I'm looking to build a team, yeah. build on build build on next year with West Ham. I'd be putting Lingard top of the shopping list. Absolutely. Especially with how well he's played. Yeah. Moyes was able to get how, well, how much but he was why able did, to get out why of didn't him. United take the fucking money f- for him? You know, we had two. Yeah. We, we had three central attacking midfielders in Bruno, Van de Beek and Lingard at the start of the season. Yeah. And I thought, how the fuck are they going to work this? They're going to shift. They're going to shift positions. They're going to play Lingard out wide. Mm. Lingard... Playing as a number ten, he's actually better yeah. than playing when he's playing out wide. I think. But then, but the, the thing I wonder then, like, is Bruno a ten, or is Bruno? Bruno is better playing playing Bru- deeper. Yeah, not not a holding midfielder, mm. just a little bit ahead of the holding midfielder. Kind of, kind of, you could say, you know, hug, hugging the. Um, Opposition's touchline, just near near that kind of position, mm. and sitting kind of deep, in in a deep uh, midfield playing role, where he has time to make the right decisions. Yeah, that's where Bruno plays best. I've said it. how many times have I said it in the podcast? Yeah, the Aston Villa game, where he played a little deep with Fred and Matic. Yeah, and and Fred was the one who played in a more advanced role. Yeah, and it worked a charm. It worked a charm. I think I think Bruno is kind of. He's too hesitant. I think he is too hesitant. I think he's too worried that everyone's relying on him to pull out yeah. a master stroke from somewhere. Yeah. And he so as a result he does it. He tries to do everything and anything. But he played when he when he when he arrived at United in twenty twenty, he played deeper. He did. He yeah. he played deep and he was getting more assists. He was he was getting more out of the game. And then for some reason, I think I don't know, I think Maybe Ole saw it. He's like, "Oh, this guy's getting—he's f- pulling assists out of nowhere. He's scoring goals. He's—he's he's consistent on penalties. 
maybe I might play him a little a little more uh, in, a, in a more advanced position. And look, I think that's I think anyone looking at that can think. Do you know what? Absolutely fair enough. But there's also an element of if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. Do you know? And I'd say I imagine Ole was probably thinking, geez, if he's doing this well where he is here imagine if he was a bit further up and see how what would he be able to do then and that's what you know? happened he played him further up and look he, show, he showed glimpses of it mm. this season but geez, he's still a far cry away from where he was he, yeah. and again maybe he's someone who he just needs to relax yeah and, and that's, that's and hopefully, it and hopefully Ten Hag can help yeah. him relax and another thing that I noticed in the Brighton game as well which I think is important to kind of bring up. We were very, very happy to to criticise certain players, and I think Maguire. you know where I'm going here. I don't not, think, not Maguire, yeah. I don't think, yeah, yeah. That's who I was not getting Maguire on. Maguire this time round, yeah. You know, is now I'm starting to wonder. Well, was actually was Harry Maguire actually the problem here? I think Lindelof just had a really, really bad game where Varane was wasn't bad. Usual, wasn't and Varane was. Varane wasn't much better either. But now there's a lot of criticism. Now now people are starting to kind of wise up to, to Ranić. Yeah. And they're starting to criticise him a little bit. Hang yeah, on a second. I, are you cover are you covering over the cracks here for you know to save your own skin? Yeah, I think exposing look, the dressing room yeah. publicly. I think I think a lot of people admired that at the beginning. Because I still do, Andrew. I still do, but you have but, to get the best out of the players yeah. as well. Like if they're if they're, if, if they're if they're so like if they're such shitbags, why are you still playing them? Mm. Like, what incentive are you giving them to wise up? Well, you know, people don't see <laughs> they they don't see what happens in in Carrington, you know. And for me, that's a big problem. Ralph Ranick, everybody. No, it is. It's a huge problem. And you know, you talk of Lingard talking about blood, sweat, and tears. You know, he he arrives up, you know, to the to the training ground in his Bugatti Viron. You know, and expects to be in the starting eleven. In fairness, if I had a Bugatti Viron, I'd be rolling up everywhere I went in it. Yes, you know, <laughs> and how you earn that Bugatti Viron is through blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and this is the problem. Maybe he does deserve, a, maybe he does deserve the criticism as well. But he, you have to give it to him. He's exposed all the issues. Yeah, look, he has. that other managers have protected. I think, yeah, look, he has, and he does deserve credit for that. Yeah. But at the same time, it has to get to a point where it's like, yes, we're very much aware of the issues now, but mm. what are you doing about it? But listen, it's meaningless now, Andrew. Yeah. It's one game left, and that's it. Like, Ten Hag, like, it's, we had my brother Stuart here last week, and he believes that Ten Hag is actually coming into an, advanta- an advantageous position at United mm. an advantageous situation yeah. at United that no other manager has kind of come into people are thinking oh it's going to be hell on earth for him he's coming into this mess no it would have been a mess if nobody knew yeah. about all of the issues if the yeah. public didn't know they're about well, all of the issues very well aware that Ranić has you know publicly fucking just let loose mm. you know so um, I think he is coming into he, he's prepared Yeah, he's prepared to come into this hot mess yeah you know, and and peop- and therefore people are prepared to give him that time. And I would hope, though, that the um, that it, during the interview process, when he was being interviewed for the job, that Ragnick was part of that, and he was able yeah. to say to him, "This is what you're getting yourself into. Do you still want this job?" One hundred percent. I like. I hope that is the case. 
because mm. otherwise he knows well. Yeah. He knows well what he's coming into. He knows well. It, it, the the issue is is impl- it, the big issue will be implementing that structure and what the Glazers will do to help him implement that structure because it's badly needed. Yeah. And well, the Glazers won't be short of backing. I don't think. No. Regard because regardless of what's going on, Man United is still one of the biggest brands in the world. No, they're a huge brand. Yeah. So like the Glazers won't be short on backing. But, but their brand their brand over club. Yeah. That's the way the Glazers have viewed them since they fucking took over. But in uh, but look, it's very I know it's it's easy to give out about the Glazers and all that. And look, I would very much agree with a lot of it, but they don't invest a penny into the club, Andrew. They don't, uh, they, no, they don't. It's all the revenue. It's the revenue that United are oh, yeah, okay, yeah, going yeah, yeah, to those yeah. transfers. Yeah. No, no, that's fair enough. They no, don't no. invest. A no, I'm, thing. With, I'm with you there. I thought you were trying to say like they don't. They don't put money into put money back oh, into. They don't it. put their own money in. No, that's no. I get you now. No, that's fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they they really don't. Yeah, because Carrington is even Carrington is being left behind a bit now by some of the oh, serious facilities that are. That are being put together now, up in the likes of City and Leicester, and even Newcastle have great big plans. Twenty now. teams in the Premier League, and Carrington, with regards to how you know new and modern their facilities are, is probably the bottom ten now in the Premier League compared to all yeah. the other clubs. Easily, yeah, probably Leicester, Spurs, Arsenal, mm. Chelsea, um, City. You know, City's like their training facilities are just out of this world. And Liverpool as well. Liverpool are gone from Melwood. I think they're gone to another. Are they gone from Melwood? Yeah, I think they left Melwood. Okay. Paddy, Paddy, Paddy might, might, be, might, be, able he might be able to correct me on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, uh, um, just another thing, United-wise, uh, just kind of to talk about, like there was obviously the rumours of uh, Pogba to City, which were... Yeah. Which I was kind of thinking going, hang on, what? Yeah. Well, no, I was thinking two things. I was thinking, what? And then I thought, actually, City would be the perfect place for him to go. I think he would shine in that city. Yeah, because everyone will do the work around him. Yeah, and, <laughs> but like I think he you know. would be exceptional in that city team. But it, um, David Ornstein appeared to say on Twitter today that he's more interested in a Juve, PSG, yeah. or Real Madrid move. Yeah, yeah. So that looks like that one is off, and I think to the relief of Manny. <laughs> I think because um, you had an interesting thought on this last week when kind of the rumors started. Yeah, I, 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 I had heard. I had heard that um, Pogba wasn't putting his house up for sale in Manchester. Yeah. So and you thought, and you thought as well, maybe that that he was city bound. But it could there also be, be a, it could broke. also be a wave to kind of get United to go back in. Oh God! No. You thought you you did say that, but did you say that or was it somebody, or am I thinking of somebody else? Um, I tweeted it. Yeah, that's the, it was fall, you. falling yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah, city's yeah, yeah, trap yeah. like we did. Yes, yes, that's now what you said. Uh, like Ronaldo scored nearly 25 goals this season so yeah. we didn't really fall into that trap but it's the likes of Sanchez Fred who's been he's been okay the, yeah, in, in, in general from a general consensus yeah. he's been okay for Man United um, but we're paying massive fees for these players and yeah. now I mean it looks like there is a rumour that we could offer Pogba half a million a week because City are in for him like this is this is just pure mind games from City. It is to stifle us. Yeah, and they're fucking they're they're playing a blinder. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just and we're so stupid we fall for it every fucking time. Meanwhile, Pep and the boys are just there pissing themselves laughing back, pissing themselves laughing at the Etihad. But this is the problem, and I can't understand it with the Glazers. Why can't they? 
I hope I hope this is going to be the case with Ten Hag. Let the manager fucking build his own structure yeah. and let him control everything and and bring fucking a coaching team in that can yeah because there, there was team. a weird there was a weird thing over Steve McLaren wasn't there yeah bringing him back and they were like oh I don't know it's like Steve McLaren is a fantastic coach he is a fantastic coach a fantastic assistant coach that's and what I mean yeah and people forget that he has experience in the air in, in the air at VC yeah you know he he who was it it was at FC twenty he yeah. managed. Now I think I think the yeah it was it was FC twenty yeah Steve yeah yeah Steve <laughs> but um do you remember that and he had a Dutch accent yeah <laughs> Joey Barton's friend Joey Barton's friend well. yeah that was a cracker YouTube that, that folks but that, <laughs> yeah if you haven't seen Steve McLaren doing a press conference <laughs> while he was FC twenty manager I sort of knew uh, when I came here and uh, Champions League. Uh, Liverpool or Arsenal I thought maybe one of them we would draw and uh, it is Arsenal I think one of the, the toughest teams in the draw and I think it will be uh, very very difficult for our players but also a great experience uh, we have a young team and to experience uh, big games Champions League Arsenal at home the Emirates will be fantastic for the players, uh, not just for now, but in the future as well. It must be very special for you personally. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, It's one of the reasons I came, because a good team and they qualified Champions League. So it's one of the reasons I came to draw Arsenal. One of the big teams is exciting for everybody. Arsenal is a big team. What are your chances against Arsenal? I say, uh, I think we, we are not just uh, what you call underdogs, but massive underdogs. I think there is no expectations for FC20. So uh, everything is there for a surprise. Uh, we have nothing to lose. I'm very jealous of you, yeah. if, you have not, if you're going to see that for the first time. <laughs> but like the, the nonsense over the whole thing. Oh, I don't know if we can let you bring him in and all that sort of stuff. Like, why not? Well, like he's not being brought in as a team as a manager. He's being brought in to coach the players, which he's widely accepted. Yeah, in the game of football, that he is a top class coach. Well, he and m- Ten Hag wants him in. Bring him in. He, and Ten Hag must have made serious demands because I'm thinking to myself, like after everyone's thing, every time after United have lost since Ten Hag's been announced, people are thinking, why the fuck is this guy coming here? But he must have made serious demands to the board 100%. this is going this things are going to change recruitment will not be based on how the how the, this player can commercially benefit your club it's how this player can fucking benefit the club in a in a good system yeah you know and that's what united need we need system players we yeah. don't need players i love ronaldo he scored 25 goals this season but he's a commercial He's, he was brought in commercial for the commercial signing. aspects, yeah. Pogba, 100%. Commercial, he's brought in for the commercial side of things. Sancho, you could say 50-50. Yeah. I yeah. think Sancho's still young. There's he, he, that's, that's a hell of a talent right there. Yeah. If Ten Hag gets him playing well. Yeah. Then and and you bring young Ahmad back. Give him give him a go. He's played he played decent on the weekend for Rangers as yeah. well. He scored a goal. Yeah. You know, I and Rashford... I, 
who knows what Rashford? Who knows what could it's, happen? It's with last Rashford chance now. saloon for Rashford. Yeah, I can tell you that much. It is last chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think as much as we criticise him, I don't think Ten Hag is in a position where he's just like, right. I can't really get rid of him at the moment. You can't. I think. I think he's going to keep him there. It's either him a, Martial him a or Rashford. And like Martial has to. Martial goes every day of the week. Yeah, and he has. Well, it's it's things kind of ended pretty ugly between Martial. And the club, yeah. With regards to him going out on loan to Sevilla, and Ranić kind of, you know, cemented that. Um, you could say, cemented that issue with Martial. Even, yeah. You know, with what, what did he say against Aston Villa? He um, he didn't want to be in the squad or something. Mm. Mm. I think he said something, something like that, something that. along those lines. And Martial had to deny that and whatever you're. Yeah. So Mar- Martial and, and Ranić is still going to have a role within the club. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So um, I think yeah. You know, Ranić. Sorry, Ten Hag comes in, and it's got to be system over commercial signings. Yeah. But like, you know, who do you? But who do you sign though? You know. This is the thing. Like it's such a basket we, case we were, of we a were, club at the moment. Before we started recording, there was um, it was Fabrizio Romano mentioned that United's two key two priority signings uh, as a you could say backup striker to Ronaldo, or kind of a, ro- a rotating yeah. striker to Ronaldo more so than a backup uh, would be Dar- Darwin Nunes and Richarlison. Oh, Richarlison! I think Richarlison would be decent. I don't know. I not. Of, it's, you know, he has. I'm not. He has issues with regards over. to discipline at times and and, and, and attitude. In fairness, and attitude. You know, but I think is I he. Th- I think there is a player there. Oh, there is. But you know, we talk about the attitude of these players. But but look at look at what yeah. Ten Hag did with your man Holler, and Tadic. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, Tadic. In fairness, yeah, he turned Tadic into a striker, mm. and he was scoring about. 25 to 30 goals a season I remember, for I remember watching Tadic for Serbia against Ireland both times. Great player. Oh, Very underrated was. player. He yeah. ran the show. But Holler's running the show for Ajax at the yeah. moment. So who's to say Richarlison only 24 years old yeah, he could do it. Yeah. He could do that for United. Yeah, you feel like Richardson's older. I feel like he's been around forever. You and know? he's a cheap. I'm telling you now he'll be a cheaper option than your man Darwin Nunes. Nunes but will I cost think, I think Nunes is Top quality, but Benfica will look for the same. They'll look for the same kind of money that the that um, Atletico paid for Gio Felix for new for Nunes. They'll they'll look for about one hundred and twenty million, Andrew. <sighs> and we can't be we can't yeah. be spending that much money on on one on on players anymore. You've got to sign players from yeah. for at least thir- from thirty to fifty million. But what Richardson can you get, you get can for you 35 get million? That, you, know? you get Richardson for 35 million. Yeah, no, but do, do you get system players that are decent or do you get. It's you a know, risky signing, but it's a cheap one at least. Do you remember Real signing Zidane? Yeah, I, that's, that's the one million. sign. I remember thinking, oh my God, Holy look how much they've shit. spent. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 48 million. And what? Pounds. United signed. Juan Sebastian Veron for what eighteen million? Twenty eight point two million. Twenty eight point two, and that was considered a massive flop. Yeah. Oh, a huge flop! Could you imagine? Could you imagine even the Veron United got now? I had had then. Imagine getting that Veron now for twenty eight million. I know. <laughs> I know. That'd be fucking steal. Oh, steal, big time. Twenty eight million is cheap, like. Yeah, I know. Chris I Wood know. went to Newcastle for twenty million. 
Jesus, yeah, that's that's one signing I'll never understand. Myself and Darren Cleary, we had a big debate, and and yourself, you chimed in as well. How much would you pay for Lingard? Oh. When's his contract? <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did Darren say? Darren was really it was like ten million or something. It's like no way, ten million, no way. Like you have the fact that he's proven in the Premier League yeah. at clubs that are chasing for yeah. Europe. And football is reactionary these days. It's reactionary. Well. <laughs> and you have if you're especially if you're selling them to another English team, you have the English player tax involved yes, in that yes. as well. Like twenty five million. Like you're looking at 25, 30, 35 million. Yeah. Now that now that that depends on his contract as well. It sounds ridiculous, guys, but fo- football, because of social media and Twitter in particular, is so bloody reactionary. Yeah. Um it's an absolute fact. City Look, looking like they're they're gonna win absolutely everything. Next, <laughs> May, this is this is the last chance saloon to finally win that Champions League next year, because um, it looks like Erling Haaland. Well, I think it's it's a dead cert now. He yeah, is going to Man City. There was reports today. Uh, we're recording this on Monday. There was reports uh, today that uh, that it, it's pretty much it's been a done deal for weeks. Game over. Yeah, like he's a cheap player. Like. Yeah. Anytime I watch him, it's just like, how, like, how is he allowed? To what play? do I call him, Andrew? What do I call Erling Haaland? The Brock Lesnar of, of football. And do you know what? Here he is, is where I introduce a little bit of Brock Lesnar music underneath this. Put a bit of Paul Heyman in. <laughs> Imagine Paul Heyman walking out with Erling Haaland. <laughs> My client. Do you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Holland. it past City. I would not put it past City to fucking hire Paul Heyman for the day for the Haaland transfer announcement outside the Etihad. <laughs> Just get Paul it Heyman. Wouldn't, it wouldn't have the same... Like Erling Haaland, him <laughs> bellowing Erling Haaland wouldn't have the same bark that... Doing Barack the Brock Lesnar Lesnar. But like, can you, like the way Paul Heyman says, Barack Lesnar, yeah. like it wouldn't have the same... Ring to it or the same feel as Erling Haaland would. Yeah. No. Well, maybe he, he might be able to fucking put his own little spin on it. Yeah. But listen, this is um, this is the end game. This is where City just. Yeah. Like and there's not like they they've no excuses anymore. No. Excuses. They've no excuses anymore. If Pep doesn't win the Champions League next year, I t- I think he himself will leave. I think he he will finish up. And, okay. the, and and that'll be that for him. Yeah, you know, um, because that's that's what they're aiming for every year. It's the league title. It's like it's come to a point where the league title isn't enough. No, they're magnificent in the league. With regards to how consistent they are in the league, they're so fucking good. Them and Liverpool. Yeah, but City are just that bit better. They just seem to get the. They seem to get over the line. Yeah, a little bit better than Liverpool do. But why can't they do that in a two-legged knockout game? They can't do it because. These players don't have that pedigree. Yeah. They don't have that European pedigree. And this is where we get to Real Madrid. You have it up here in the sheet now. Real Madrid entertaining everybody again. They are fucking unbelievable. I want them to win. I want them to win. Not because they're playing Liverpool in the final. I couldn't give a toss about that. I, I, want, I, w- yeah. I want them to win just because like everyone is saying, like, oh, City bottled it. Like, I'm sorry, but there's only so many excuses. There's only so many times you can dismiss Real Madrid. Yeah. Like who was who was they who was who they beat was it PSG Chelsea PSG Chelsea and, and Man City they beat the three oil clubs like you you can't <laughs> all in very similar circumstances yeah you can't keep dismissing that ah oh, they're they're like they're like that old fucking 
battle-hardened fucking lion. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're like. They're like an old battle-hardened predator of an animal mm. that just fucking won't give up. It's a, their propensity to claw their way back into games yeah. is just remarkable to see. It could, you know what it reminds me of? And I was thinking of it driving into the studio today. It reminds me of the treble win inside yeah. United yeah. in 99. They just fucking, they found, they find a way. They just found a way to do it. Every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Could and they don't, ma- they don't have to play actually, that well. Could you imagine actually in the in the final, if it came to this, <clears> I still think Liverpool will beat them. I, I, I think Liverpool are the hot favourites yeah. going into Not this game. 100% they are. But, 100% but I can tell you are. something, there'll be key battles there. The key battles will be Van Dijk and Benzema. That's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. And Luis Diaz... Sorry, not Luis Diaz. Well, Luis Diaz and Carvajal probably. Yeah. But the the biggest key battle in that game will be Vinicius Junior and Trent Alexander Arnold. One hundred percent. Trent, you are gonna have to fucking put on your defending def- defensive hat here yeah. for this game, pal. This is where he's gonna need to prove a lot of the doubters wrong that he is also a, de- a decent defender. Yeah. Because Trent is so like, I don't care. I know. I know. Fucking Van Dijk is always good for cover. When mm. Trent is kind of bombing forward, yeah, you know, and just but if Trent if Trent's caught out against a player like Vinicius Junior with the pace that he has, now I know he wasn't too good against City. Just said, just he's going to be a problem. Just on that, just as while we're speaking about Liverpool, I believe Mr. Paddy Murphy has just entered the studio. Oh, has he? <laughs> yeah, I've, I don't know what's happened. I've been here the whole time, just patiently waiting. <laughs> he's, been in, he's been in the corner. I, I requested to not. <laughs> I, re, I requested to not speak on anything but Liverpool because. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really matters other than that right now, but uh, yeah, here we go. I'm here. Well, we were just saying we were just talking about the Champions League final uh, just before you yeah. didn't come in, and um, <laughs> we were saying that. Look, we were saying like, look, it's obviously Liverpool are red hot favourites, and yeah. you know they should like on paper they should be winning it, but you can't you can't just dismiss the fact that how Real Madrid have got there. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I, I wouldn't even say we are red hot. I, I, I don't like that. I don't like that title because I, I prefer to. Well, it's good that you're being that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, listen, I on think, paper, I think, I think you have to say that though on paper. The way well, they are favourites. They have they're to. They're a better be. team on paper, but as I said against Man City, Real Madrid are the better, probably the better team on Champions League paper. You just can't discount that pedigree. It's, no. it's it carries teams sometimes. Like look at the Liverpool team yeah. of all five, absolutely awful. Probably one of the worst teams to ever win the Champions League. But they were carried by the aura and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it counts for a lot. Listen, and that it helped as well in us getting to the final in 07 as well. Like, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And obviously, everyone won it six times now. Remember, won a thirty. Like it's it's the battle of the Europe of not the European giants. Like well, from a historical games. aspect, it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great final. final. It is a great final. It is. It a, is yeah. A well, it's it, well, it's it's Madrid, Milan, and then Liverpool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So and it, it's Bayern it, just below Liverpool. Yeah. I think Bayern a five, six. Do they have six? Yeah, was twenty twenty their six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But, uh, the Champions League has has. If it wasn't important before, given it will get on. It's it's got a lot more important than the last yeah. couple of days. It, it's if Liverpool don't win the Champions League, this season has been a failure. Yeah, and that's it's as simple as that. Well, if, yeah, if FA the Cup Champions and League is a mo- the Carabao. I'm te- I've been saying this recently. The FA Cup isn't worth anything unless it's a part of a, a Champions League. Double treble or whatever. Not the, by it's the worth way. Something a- to United <laughs> fans. You know? worth, one I, FA Cup is worth something to United so fans. So you, you're resigning that the league is done now? Finished. Absolutely no chance. It's gone. 
You don't think there's a chance City mm. drop points? I th- I the, think, goal uh, the goal little, difference. The goal, that was our little kind of glimmer of hope. Bad City result away, but the goal difference is now gone. City yeah. have it. It's finished. It's absolutely finished. Um, Steven Gerrard, by the way, I, he's been talking. He said he wouldn't mind another 7-2 for Villa in the game. Um, oh. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not being funny. Like I, I know how childish this is, but if he actually took points off us, it would damage his reputation. In my head, ah, it would. He's I got would to do his job. Ah, he's though. doing a no, job. No, if, if they were playing for something, he ah, better he bend w- over and roll over and let Klopp <laughs> and the boys put seven past them. I swear to God, I will actually be fuming with Gerard. That would be enough for me to be like, I'd nearly just say Lampard ahead of Gerard after that. Like just out of pure, pure thickness, pure. T- I'm, I'm not, but I've been so devastated since that Tottenham game, and I wish football didn't control my emotions like it did. And Al's gonna be like, the cheeky you, the shit I have to go through. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> But ever since that Spurs game, I've been in the height of depression. And then coming in today, things just didn't go. Everything's just been, it's been a shit week. Yeah, but I was, <laughs> it's funny, but I was the same. I was the same way, you know, years ago when United were winning titles and my Liverpool mates, where I'd be like fucking fuming about a draw over the weekend and they'd be all happy-go-lucky. Fucking, they may have won 1-0 away to fucking Watford or something mm. like that. I'm like, oh, that <laughs> bloody result. But you know, you the, know, the worst part about this is never in Premier League history has a team who's won every Premier League game for four months in a row, dropping two points felt like such a a, a de- detrimental thing. It's crazy. It's the standard against City. is, is It's actually disgusting. Yeah. We've drawn one game I- in four months, well, apart from, apart from City. They're a different animal in the league, buddy. I know. They're, they're yeah, the, I would say we're they're just the, saying that as well. They are just... Uh, it's... Like, they don't have the pedigree to get over the, over the line in Europe, excuse me, mm. and... But... For in the league, it's just they're a completely different animal altogether. Yeah. They just yeah. seem to know how to push the runs together. I, I would go as far to say they are, in terms of a league format, the, one of the best sides in the history of football. Yeah, in a league format, a yeah. League, like obviously they've they haven't done it in Europe, but and the league is harder to win. There's, that's a debate going on. The league is harder to win, but the Champions is. League it's is over. bigger and more important. But the league yeah. is by, by far harder to win, and it shows. But City to have done, they're going to have four out of five. Yeah, it's disgraceful. <laughs> I really thought we could pip them, um, but we've we, we've met, we've messed it up there. But I, yeah. I I think the kind of signs have been coming though, really, with regards to Liverpool, that there's just that there were. Go- I always kind of felt that, the, and I said this here a couple of times before, mm. like especially after the Everton game, like they they seem to go through phases in a game where it's just not clicking for them. Yeah. Like yeah. it's the same against Villarreal now, against Villarreal, it was the worst I'd ever seen. Yeah. I couldn't usually, believe that first half. I could <laughs> not believe it. Like usually yeah. you get a, you get a 10, 15 minute spell where Liverpool, just nothing works for yeah. them. And that's when teams need to capitalise yeah. and that's when Spurs did capitalise. Yes. Some teams come out with the perfect game plan to neutralise Liverpool's attack like yeah. Yeah. the low block and sometimes we can't break that down. And well, what do you make of Klopp's comments about Spurs. I, I he said today that he regretted that he was just raging. I can't blame. I know. Yeah, see, that's the that's the problem with Klopp. His ah. his initial reactions after results like right that. Yeah, I get, I get, I get. That, that I, result done nothing for Spurs, by the way. They didn't need to win. And by the way, Gary Neville's tweet about that. This is why Klopp it wouldn't have been the right fit for United. Gary, I'm sorry, Gary. What the <laughs> like, fuck are like, you talking like, about? I mean, Alex Ferguson hello, himself. Exactly. F- Ferguson himself said in 2015, "Watch this lot in a couple of years. They're gonna, they're gonna do it again. Yeah. They're gonna catch up with us." And he said that in 2015, in October 2015. Like, Ferguson said that. Yeah, really. Like, yeah. Gary Neville saying he'd be the wrong fit. Uh, hello, Alex Ferguson. Anybody? Like, yeah. Ferguson used to do it all the time. Yeah. Like, Ferguson created <laughs> it. 
I don't know what what the who what the fuck did he have Ferguson for breakfast Ferguson created that kind of reactionary yeah. post match stuff while Arsene Wenger I on the couldn't flip side of that it. Tweet. While I couldn't Arsene, believe it. While Arsene Wenger on the flip side were created not being able to see anything. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe that tweet um, from Gary Neville. As much as people were giving out about Klopp's comments, what do we have you pepped comments? How pathetic have they been? I, I, actually, I, actually, I, actually, missed, I actually I actually missed that. What did he say? He basically said, everybody in the, in the country wants Liverpool to win. Uh, more than you believe. Ah, they do, though. No, they don't. Everyone's sitting to win. But no, no he kept I going. I don't think he, so. He, he made a little dig about, oh, Liverpool have only won one Premier League in 30 years. Uh, just he basically ah. right. He's, ah, that's, that's, do you know that's what it is? Uh, he despises, <laughs> do you know what? As much as he's done well with City, Liverpool he, is everything he wants City to be as a club, as a brand. As a as a as a force, that's he would he and and the same is a being his bonnet over that. I'm telling you, the con- his comments have been pathetic. He's so rent free, and I won't lie. I, I know how people feel when they get annoyed at me on TikTok because he he irked me with his. I was raged. He had me on strings like Pep. You're so frustrating. I'm, I've just been in the height of it. I can't believe one <laughs> one drawn the league's on. But I want to just make one thing clear, and I know I'm going to get banter for it, right? I was the CEO of the quadruple train. Yeah, absolutely would have been biblical if it was done. But the reason Liverpool fans are upset now is not because we're not going to win the quadruple, it's because we're not going to win the league. We wanted that league so badly. Liverpool fans number want 20. that. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah. They want it would have been number 20 and it would have been yeah. it would have been that, you know, we Paddy, don't we don't need... I know it's frustrating, Paddy, but it probably could be the case next year. Do you know what I mean? I, but I, I think, There's no way we are... We are we are a decade uh, away from, from getting to but I think I think it's more I think it's more a case that they wanted to be able to just get over the line. Just get it done. I want to not even not even league. get it like being able to wrestle the league out of Man City's yeah. hands. But the, I think that's Liverpool because they lost on, out on it a couple of years ago, and mm. then they won, and then they but when they won, won it though, they they put one hundred and ten percent into the league. Oh, they blitzed, and it. even when, when when they went up against Atletico in the but Champions I think, League, I, I think see they were kind of like we won it last year. It's, it's all think, about the league. Yeah. I think the league, league, league. But I think there's something more. Is. I think there's something more satisfying than just being just. Being so close and then grasping yeah, it from it from the yeah, I, like I, there's something so much more satisfying. Yeah. Oh, it's painful. You, we know. We, listen, I remember it well. United, yeah, with, with City, with Chelsea in 2010. Yeah, like when City grasped it from United's hands. Oh, when there's, yeah, there's exactly. the, the heartbreak when it goes to the final day. Yeah. Now it wasn't too bad for you a couple of years ago because you had the Champions League final to yeah, fall back was, on, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was okay. You know, but when United fucking lost it to City, wow. that was gut wrenching. I remember horrific. watching that, and I remember. Oh, United have done all they can here. Joey Barton, Balotelli. Yeah, that was that's the best moment in Premier League history. Joey, uh, man. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That, no, yeah, that's, that's no. I, I won't argue with no, you on that. That, I, that is the best oh, for me. You don't get better. It's than fucking that. horrible, but it's one of the best yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that year when we went to the final day. I remember we were winning, beating Wolves, and. Glenn Murray scored for Brighton to put them one up against City. I and that was the remember best. that. That was the best. And I, this is the, that was the best 30 seconds of my life because <laughs> yeah, that's all it took for Aguero to score and equalise. I was like, oh. that's just fucking brilliant. The amount of, oh no's. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's happening. <laughs> and that would have been, and, and, uh, because obviously winning the league the other year, like, just Glenn Murray. Do you remember him? Yeah. Christopher the after of a player. Yeah. yeah. Well, we won 27 out of 28 games to win the league. And we had it won mathematically before we even had to play another game after COVID. But the fact that it was won with no fans took so much off the gloss of it. Yeah. And I, as a Liverpool fan, it was it's always been that Champions League is the Holy Grail. But 
one more Premier League is all I want, and now we have another year to wait, and it's over. But you know, we gave it a good old bash. But if we don't win the Champions like League, like that, by the way, you have a Champions League final to fall back if on. If we don't win that Champions League, I'm, I'm thinking I might go into retirement. I can't, I can't watch football anymore. <laughs> the, the, the emotion. We, if we don't win the come, Champions come, League, it's a come join the dark side, yeah, Paddy. We've gone. <laughs> come we join. If you're going to be miserable, you may as well be miserable over here with us. <laughs> I, I if we don't win the Champions League, I will be the whole summer would be a pit of depression. <laughs> There, 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 there's some knife. And I think uh, and on that note, <laughs> yeah, there, on, on that note, yeah, um, we got to wrap up this week. That's all we have time for. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by Go Loud. Go Loud is the home of Irish podcasts. Whether you're looking for a laugh out loud comedy, a gripping true crime story, or some practical life advice, the Go Loud app is the place for you. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. You'll find Goldmouth first on the Goldmouth app and all major podcast platforms. I'm Al Foran. This is my co-host, Paddy Murphy. Right. Thank you, you for coming in. You don't co-host this week. It's fine. You can call me, um, a, a fucking, call me a guest. <laughs> guest. And thank you very much to our producer, Andrew Loud. We will see you guys next week. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Light app.